0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is in our midst. He is in the name of Today, in the Gospel of Matthew, excuse me, i mistaken, the Gospel of Matthew, we hear of the Canaanite woman who has a particular problem. And her particular problem is not so much that her daughter is demon possessed, although this is obviously a problem. And as the text says, the God was severely possessed, severely possessed, showing us that there are degrees of possession. And bless I digress. Thank you. But a particular problem in this case was that she was a Canaanite. And as a Canaanite, she was essentially barred from the blessings that the children of Israel would have inherited, she was barred because of her ethnic affiliation. So she is painfully aware of this, and so are the disciples. They're very aware of this, and they make the point to tell Jesus that she should be barred because she's a Canaanite. Now, what is interesting is that this woman, being aware of a particular obstacle, this problem, She doesn't let that stop her. In fact, moreover, it energizes her because she realizes that she has nothing that could afford her help. And so the first thing here is that her desperation affords her a measure of clarity of vision. Desperation knowing that she has no recourse. There is no one that was there to help her back amongst her own people. There's no one there to help her, obviously a back amongst her own household. so this afforded her a clarity of vision, one that she was able to call out to the Lord, son of David, for help. Now, what is very interesting is the Lord's reply. Do you notice that it says, he says not a word to her. He's fully aware that this woman's a Canaanite, that she shouldn't even be among them as Jews. He's fully aware that this woman's daughter is severely possessed. Severely possessed. And yet, the Lord says not a word. So this is so interesting, and this is what I want to focus on, is the fact that the Lord doesn't say a word to her. And many of us may quickly gloss over that fact, or we may even... Sit there and begin to judge the Lord and say, How can he be so cruel? How can he not answer her? How can he just kind of let her languish like that? There's a reason. The reason why the Lord didn't say a word to her at that point. So the disciples press on, and then the Lord begins to play with the disciples. He says, Okay. And he says to her, I'm only sent to the children of Israel, right? It's not good. It's not right to give the food for the children, to the dogs. And now here comes the big surprise. The thing that the Lord was looking for leaps right out. She says, yea, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. And it's such a brilliant response. It's such a powerful and brilliant response. And this is precisely why the Lord didn't say a word in the first moment, because he sought to elicit something deeper something stronger, something more creative, something imbued with the power of faith. And this is what he does with all of us. We so oftentimes lose sight of what our vocation or calling is. As it says in the Psalms, do you not know that ye are gods? And so we often forget that the calling that's been given to us is theosis. Is to be united with God to be made like God by grace and so we mistakenly think that we're to be awaiting this yes it's completion is in the next life yes it's completion is in the eschaton but it has to begin here your testing begins here the development of this union with God begins here and the Lord brings this out of you. The Lord trains you in this, the Lord develops it in you precisely by his silence. Precisely by not bailing you out every single time something uncomfortable happens. And every single time you run up against this place where you think, I can't do anything, there's no hope. He waits, why? Because he's trying to develop some acuity of vision. He's trying to draw out of you this ability to go deeper. We rest so much on our intellectual faculties. I'm not talking to the world, I'm talking to all of you Orthodox Christians who spend your whole Sundays fasting, waiting for communion, who are supposed to be fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays, who have prayer rules that are longer than some people's services. I'm talking to all of you. We all rest on our intellectual faculties all the time. And like I've been saying to you, those intellectual faculties, they're good. They're there for a reason, but they're not the main thing. As I've said before, they will fail you. They will fail you. As you get older, some of you will have Alzheimer's, some of you will have dementia, but every single one of you are gonna be on a deathbed or in a car accident or something will happen, and those intellectual faculties won't matter. They won't count. And the prayers that you're praying now, they're to develop this faith in you that when your brain stops working, your heart won't. And this is what the Lord did in his silence. He begins to develop in her and he begins to draw out of her this powerful faith by which she could speak such creative words. That's faith, that's trust, and it's powerful because it engages the Lord and he recognizes himself in her. He recognizes that divine spark that was given to her, regardless of her being a Canaanite. This is what's been given to every single one of us. But if you don't know it, then it the lies dormant and it begins to atrophy like a muscle, unused. So the Lord is aware of this. And so your trials, your struggles, your temptations, but even more importantly, The silence that the Lord will answer you. This is to bring forth faith. Now, that faith is brought forth. And what does it say? It says that the woman's child was healed instantly. Instantly. And this is what happens with us if we endure and struggle our temptations. We find many times that it's resolved even before we ask, why? Because the Lord is aware of it. The Lord is precisely, keenly, and sometimes painfully aware of what we're going through. But our intellectual faculty doubts. And our intellectual faculty says, no, 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 I must find a way. No, 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 God doesn't see. Yes, 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 God does see. And yes, 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 you can try to find a way. But this is where many of us fall into these pits. We feel this wrestling with the Lord. I don't understand, God. I'm doing everything I know to do. I'm doing Akathis, and I'm doing prostrations. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Why aren't you answering me? He's not answering you because you're doing it like a robot. <laughs> okay. And what he's trying to pull out of you is something that a robot no A.I. can ever have, which is heart. Heart is where we find him. And the heart is also where we find ourselves. Not here. All of this here is vanity. Because you can find big words, and you can even read fathers and do all kinds of stuff and have the right things to say in the right times. But that's not it either. It's the heart heart so what am i trying to say to you i'm trying to say to all of you my brothers and my sisters my sons and my daughters frustration is a good sign if you're frustrated with god that's a good sign it means that god is trying to draw something out of you and if you think that frustration is a sign of him not listening you couldn't be more mistaken you couldn't be more wrong that frustration is precisely what he's trying to get at because that frustration is the development of a muscle that will go deeper. The word says, the Lord is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Not just drive by seeking, okay, God, help me out. Not just offering him the standards. Every temptation Every trial you're in is a unique situation by which God is trying to bring forth powerful faith. Let us be people of faith. Not people of just dead rules. Not just people of morality. People of faith. People who don't just believe in God, like Saint Nikolai Petrovich says. They don't believe in God. I know God. This is what he wants. He wants you to know him. Lean into the frustration. And that begins this whole process, this beautiful dance that the Lord has for all of us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.